hour two of the Rich Keefe Show here on WEEI. It's a full tang fitzy as we uh, are now in our football schedule. We have uh, Monday, Thursday night football, so we have abbreviated shows then. Tuesday and Wednesday, full tangers. Friday, nearly full tang. It'll be six to nine on Friday because the Boomer Esiason <laughs> National NFL show is on uh, Friday. So we have that going for oh, us. With uh, Mike Valenti? I believe so. Yeah. So that'll, that'll take Who over. Who is this mystery man, Valenti, that does the show? Like, Because Boomer Esiason, first of all, he needs to work more. Boomer's not on enough shows, whether it nope. be radio or uh, television. Mm-mm. So they nope. put him to work. Boomer definitely needs yep. to work more. Mm-hmm. And this Mike Valenti guy that he's on with, he's like this mystery dude who just sounds like like an AI generated like man voice that talks <laughs> football. I swear to God, he might be AI. Oh, is he a bot? That would just be like, good. Hey, this is Mike Valenti. Uh, Hello, uh, Boomer. Tell me, what do you think <laughs> of the game Sunday at one? Uh, well, I'll, you know what? Now you've convinced me. I'll be tuning into that on my way home on Friday for sure. Uh, but we got a little uh, Would You Rather Wednesday. And Fitz, let me ask you a question. We can both answer these, but you can answer it first. Would you rather sign Mac Jones or Bill Belichick to an extension? I'd rather become a Detroit Lions fan. <laughs> I'd rather drink paint. <laughs> Yeah, those aren't great options, but if you have to do one of the... Now, we don't even know what Bill Belichick's contract is. Like, it's it's not uh, known to the public, so he could be on a 10-year deal for all we know right now. We know Mac Jones, at the end of this year, they could pick up his fifth-year option. And, of course, with all these young quarterbacks, teams try to get in there and, and sign these guys to extensions. But both are certainly trending down right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's a fancier way of saying, like, who do you trust more? Who do you have more confidence in? But in this case, who would you rather sign to an extension, Mac or Bill? Bill, I just don't think, I I don't think Mac Jones, I mean, I haven't gone back and watched the entirety of his tape at Alabama, obviously having an awesome line, a great running back, and the best wide receivers in all of college football did him worlds of service, and he had the want and will to win. He's, He's a fine, fine pro quarterback, you know, not great, not awful. He's played awful. He hasn't played really great in a long time. I, I still think Bill Belichick as a coach on the sideline for game plans is better than whatever Mac Jones could do, especially in a system like New England's. Yeah, I I would go with Bill also. Now, Bill controls a lot, right? Like, he's got his hands in more things than Mac Jones does. However, Mac Jones is the quarterback, and so nobody's more important on the field. Because, again, the drafting, it's kind of all over the place with Bill recently. I mean, Christian Gonzalez looked like an absolute home run. It's only four games, but he looked like a stud. He was the defensive rookie of the month and all that. Uh, But then, like, Ramondre Stevenson, I was ready to give him a big hit on, and now you're like, all right, let's see how this year plays out. Mac Jones was actually one of the guys that people were starting to give him a check mark after rookie year. Like, hey, Bill found a quarterback. But then these, you know, year and four games, you're like, oh, wait a minute, that might be another first-round bust. Like, now all of a sudden, Bill has that. Now, I know Matt Groh is taking on some more responsibility uh, in the whole draft process and things like that. But, yeah, I still think, despite all of our issues with Bill, he is a better coach than Mac as a quarterback. So, Yeah, and it's just a matter of if you tell me that I have to sign on to Bill Belichick, as opposed to re-signing Mac Jones, that I also have to deal with Bill's heavy personnel input, and I don't just get like Bill Belichick coach. Yeah, yeah, that would make me, that it's would tough. give me pause because his personnel input at times a plus, but far too often not a plus. Yeah, no, that is true. All right, so a similar question. This came up somehow last night, and uh, 
Would you rather Mac Jones or Daniel Jones? Oh. <laughs> oh my god that's, what are we that's kind of where what, we're at this isn't would you rather wednesday this is dumpster dive no. wednesday yeah this is like that gun to your head richard yeah gun to your head wednesday yeah these aren't uh, great there's no real solid option thus far oh, although Mac the next Jones. one the next one there's two really good ones so the next Mac one Jones. you can't go wrong yeah i see i was torn on this one now if you if you factor in the contract it's clearly mac jones like daniel jones is now one of the worst contracts in football but Daniel Jones at least has the ability to like scoot, pick up some yards with his with oh, his yeah, legs a little bit. Ass. He can run, he can run with the best of them. Uh, but if the contract's included, then it's Mac without question. But like that's yeah, yeah, the yeah. that's the com- that like that's the company that he keeps right now. Like if you do your quarterback rankings, like everybody does, like one through thirty two, wherever you have Mac, Daniel Jones is not that far off, and vice versa. Yeah, I mean, it's a $160 million deal. Why the Giants bid against themselves in the offseason, I'll never be able to figure out. It's $90 million guaranteed. However, as poorly as he played, yes, the guy can scoot, and he does have a pretty strong arm, and he does look like if you left Eli Manning in the microwave for just like 10 seconds too long. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, if- Hart's whole thing yesterday was he doesn't like the look of them, and I'm like, well, I mean, I, I guess. I have a... Oh, I have a buddy. I have a buddy, Mike, who's a who's a New Englander, but he's a Giants fan because his dad was a Giants mm-hmm. fan, and he keeps saying he's like, yeah, he's just like he's like I don't think he can see downfield because his eyes are too close together. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like the opposite of Anya Taylor Joy. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. he's the guy. The guy's got physical gifts galore, and he's a tough dude. But once again, Rich, I hate to say it, in the battle of Jones versus Jones on this yeah. Would You Rather Wednesday, it's like Mac. Each of those guys has. Trash offensive lines. Daniel Jones was sacked eleven yeah. times. He got the full spinal tap Monday. Night. Yeah, that was insane. Yeah, no offensive lines, no like wide receivers. I mean, he has a Saquon Barkley when he plays, but that's also different than having a stud wide receiver. All right, here you go. This let's go to a baseball. Would you rather this offseason for the Boston Red Sox? Would you rather them sign Yamamoto or Otani? Uh, Yamamoto, man, I—that's where I'm going too. That's where I'm leaning. As much as Otani is incredible, and if he's able to get healthy again, he mm-hmm. could go down as the greatest player of all time. Certainly, what he does is the most impressive of all time. But you know, he's not pitching at all next year, and that's at a minimum. Mm-hmm. And that was the Red Sox' biggest issue by far. And this Yamamoto kid's 25 years old, and he's like throwing no hitters every game. So, I'd go with him. I think you have to just do due diligence and you have to exercise a little prudence and mm-hmm. say which of these two guys has had two Tommy John surgeries. Mm-hmm. I'll take the other one. <laughs> the guy that has, is Can not on his three? third ulnar collateral yeah. ligament. Yeah, no. I, yeah, you, but you the one guy at least socks 40 dingers a year. So, like, it's not like Otani, if he can't pitch, he's not he's not helpful. Like, he's still hitting dingers. Yeah, I, that's great, but it, are you going to – you know you're going to have to pay – a little bit more than you would pay for somebody who hits as many dingers as he does and hits for his average. Yeah. Because his agent, unless they take like a one or two year deal and say, okay, he'll go someplace and play for a year or two until his pitching returns to form. And then we're going to go try to get the six year, $600 million deal or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Uh, I think you're going to pay too much of a premium for the thought of Otani pitching as opposed to what you're actually getting from him in a hitter. Yeah, it's true. I mean, as crazy as it is, like if you had to choose between the two, and also factoring in that Otani will make three times as much, or whatever, whatever it's going to end up being. I don't know, maybe more. So yeah, I would go with the Yamamoto too. I mean, that's such such a huge need for the Red Sox. All right, speaking of baseball, 
Who would you rather see win the American League? Now, this uh, mm. question in about 20 minutes might be up in smoke because the Blue Jays are uh, in the eighth inning down by two, two nothing to the Twins, and if they lose this, they're out. But as a Red Sox fan, would you rather the Blue Jays or the Orioles go to the World Series? Oh, the Orioles by far. Yeah. I got nothing against the Orioles. Rich, if anything, Red Sox Nation should be grateful to the Baltimore Orioles for being such hospitable hosts for all those years that Camden <laughs> Yards basically became Fenway Mid-Atlantic. That's true. You get that cheap flight down to Baltimore, and boom, you're at the ballpark. Yeah. Well, southwest right out of Rhode Island, yeah. right down there, 45 minutes, no good problem. barbecue, Fells Point, terrific bars. Yeah. There was always a seat available for you. Like That was our home away from home yeah. for years, and now they finally found a way back to being good because they had top draft picks forever. Plus, got to say, if there were like an open draft where you could just go to any other team and you could pick a player, I you know, let's say you know, n- not named uh, you know, Acuña or something like Mookie that. Mookie Betts? Uh, no, th- that also hasn't played for your team. Got it. I don't know. Like Adley I love the Rushman kid. Rushman's awesome. Rushman's uh, Gunner awesome. Hen- he Gunner loves Henderson's your favorite awesome. show. He loves it. He loves I think you should leave. Love and, that kid. Uh, but then you got like Vlad Guerrero and Bo Bichette. like they got easy guys to root for on the Jays too. No? Something about them. You I don't, don't know what it is. Wow. Something about the neighbors to the north. I still hold a grudge. I think I they know. both have good hats, if that's, if you're interested in that at all. Ooh, who's got the better? And which version of the Orioles hat do you like? Do you like the big smiley bird? Yeah. How or do you like, like the the, port- the uh, portrait style? No. The profile, one, the profile bird. The Melvin Mora? No, that one's dumb as hell. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like that one. Where it's just like you're looking through like a bird book and they just like took it and put it on the hat. I like the one. The guy's got a little bat on his shoulder. He's like ready to take a hack at it. Like, Or yeah. then, then you have like the smaller version of just his head and he's wearing a hat. Anytime you have a creature on a hat wearing a hat, I think I'm more than sold on. The Blue Jays one is decent, too. They got the little maple leaf in there, like, in the ear. Like, that's pretty good. Yeah, but when they go just straight red maple leaf, that that can blank off. Oh, speaking of that, I saw you posted it. My buddy Davey Eyeballs from Dork also reposted it. There was somebody on TikTok, I believe, that redid the Patriots logo. What did you think? Amazing. Thank you. Same. It was it's awesome. It was amazing. So it's hard to translate it here uh, via the radio, but basically they're kind of combining the flying Elvis, but more, it's more like the Pat Patriot, which I love. Fitzy love. Like we all love the Pat Patriot, but it's kind of spoofing like or, or uh, giving you a little bit of the uh, color scheme more of like now, but it incorporates the lighthouse, incorporates the New England like silhouette. It's insane. Which I thought was a brilliant t- All right. I retweeted it uh, this morning. Okay. So um, go to Fitzy GFY. Fitzy GFY. Yes. Uh, this girl does her whole thing is she does iconic logo redesigns. And like once or twice a week, she's been redoing every NFL logo. Oh, and the majority of them this thing was sick. are absolute fire. But yeah. this one has been, by and large, I think the most well received. You've got a Pat the Patriot incorporating the throwback colors with the shading of the New England outline on his cheekbone and the tie on his military coat is the silhouette of the new lighthouse. Like it is just next level thoughtful. Yeah, I I loved it. I was like they they should talk to this person I do, I, right now. Do it right now. Yeah. I'd like I, Rich if we could if I wouldn't get in trouble or see if, I can't even tell you how quickly the Patriots would send me a cease and desist. Oh, if, if you I put printed that up, up those yeah. shirts and tried to sell them on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, I think you'd make a fortune with those. I really oh, do. for sure. I think people would you buy those. You would wear that hat in a heartbeat. I'd wear the hat. I'd buy the, the shirt. Maybe I'd get a nice pair of sweatpants if they have them. <laughs> now, sock. do you go comfy sweatpants? Dude, I wear, like, comfy sweat, I wear those to work. Of course I wear comfy well, sweatpants. No, I mean, but are you like a jogger style? Like, I'm not in on the guys that have to wear, like, when your sweatpants peg peg up around the ankle and they're like, too, Fourier does those. <laughs> Where they're too thin and it looks like you're wearing the skinny jeans equivalent of sweatpants. No, I'm out. I, I need, do. I want room. I have room. I, yeah, I've got room to grow. No, but I have uh, like <laughs> I have a couple that have like the tight ankle, but like it's just like the ankle. So and it balloons out a little bit. It looks like Aladdin pants, kind of. <laughs> Which are pretty I just sweet. Can't do, like I just like I don't want it to. I just don't want it to look like underpants. Yeah, no, these don't look. Like, mine don't look like underpants. No, they look like pants, pants. All right, last one in the spirit of Saw 10 being released last week and the new Dork Podcast where uh, we discuss all 10 Saw films. Okay. Would you rather be chained to a pipe in an industrial bathroom or have to dig a key out of a person's stomach in front of you in order to get a reverse bear trap off of your head? It's one or the other. You got to pick. It's an either or scenario. So in so we're talking about like how Carrie Elways and Saw One had to basically spoiler alert like remove his own hand or well, remove foot. his own foot. Yeah, he lopped foot. the foot off. Yeah. Oh God, that's still that's one of those scenes that I can't unthink of or unsee. It's aggressive. I think I'd rather have to just go for the gut dive. Yeah. Now the person's alive. They're just kind of a little out of it. Oh. <laughs> well, this took a dark turn. Goes, oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. But They're they got a key alive. in there. You got to go through it. You get the key. Boom. Pop the thing right off. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's too bad for them. I think same. I think that's the yeah. way. And again, spoiler. Well, I don't want to spoil the whole thing, but they actually both got out. Anyway, there's your Saw Minute. <laughs> hey, and there's your Patriots first four games and recap. It's also, uh, yeah, Would You Rather Wednesday off to a huge success. Uh, we'll get to your phone calls and your thoughts here coming up. 617-779-7937. Also, Drew Holiday officially announced as the newest member of the Boston Celtics. And owner Wick Grosbeck had a lot of uh, interesting things to say at the uh, Arbeck Center today. So we'll get to all that coming up on the Rich Keefe Show. But right now, here is Terp with What's Trending. You're listening to The Rich Keefe Show on Boston Sports Original, W-E-E-I. A-U-D-A-C-Y. Type that into your app search, then download. How much are you looking forward to having the fans be here? Uh, they're a bit crazy. I'm not going to lie to you. They, they get rowdy. Um, they get in your face. Um, definitely one of the best six men in the league, if not the best. Uh, I love the aggression. Uh, I love the, uh, the environment. I think they care more about hard work uh, on defense and and getting loose balls and stuff like that over maybe windmill dunks and and things of that nature. But, um, again, that's the type of guy I am. I'm I'm, uh, ten toes to the ground, and and I'm going to push and and grind as hard as I can. So um, the fans are are literally insane, and and I'm proud to be be a part of that uh, coming in this year. Celtic Drew Holiday at his press conference this afternoon back here on the Rich Keefe Show. WEEI Fitzy is here as well. And uh, pretty much unanimous uh, positivity on the Drew Holiday deal, which was uh, finalized over the week, or I should say was struck over the weekend. And then they made it official today. He was up there with uh, Wick Grosbeck, who we'll hear from in a moment, and Brad Stevens. But just a little bit of Drew Holiday there, Fitzy, talking about the fans, how crazy the fans are. He's obviously played some big games in Boston 
especially in his years with uh, Milwaukee. He also started his career in Philadelphia, so he's got that Eastern Conference thing. Uh, a lot of time with New Orleans in between that, but most recently, including winning a title with Milwaukee, uh, he knows what it's like in Boston, and now he gets to experience on the other side. And he's going to thrive here. The guy is going to play some of the best, if not the best, basketball of his career in Boston. And I know he's the same age as Damian Lillard, 33. But I feel like these next two years where the Celtics are getting him at $36 million a pop, and they've talked about wanting to extend him a bit beyond that, we'll see how much he's really got left in the tank. But he is exactly, not just sort of, kind of, he is exactly what this team has needed to be able to get this offense and the Jays over the proverbial hump. Like, they've gotten close. They've gotten so damn close. They've gotten just sealed the deal in the game at your own on your own court in the finals close. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. they haven't been able to. But a guy like Holiday, who has been there and has done it and has stones and plays rough and tumble basketball. What has he been? A first team all defend all NBA defender three times. Uh as well. yeah, at least. And listen to him as well. Like, this is a sharp dude. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh yeah, he's been all defense uh was it like five times maybe? I think it might have been. Three-time first team, two-time second team. Thank you. And, uh, yeah, no, I he really is in many ways like the perfect fit because they were looking for a guy that has won a title before. Check. They were looking for a guy who can play point. Check. They were looking for a guy who can play defense. Check. They were like all those things together. I think he can complement Tatum and Brown. I think with other guys, you kind of had that question, whether it be maybe Kemba Walker when he came over or certainly Kyrie or mm. uh, even Brogdon. And Brogdon, for the most part, did work out. Like I'm not trying to bash Brogdon on his way out because he was great. He was the sixth man of the year. Oh, yeah. I thought he brought a lot to the table. Then he gets injured. He's very hobbled throughout the playoffs, and it kind of ended really poorly. And then he ends up being in one trade that gets rescinded, and then he ends up getting flipped in another one. But... Drew Holiday can provide scoring like he can do that. He's used to playing with a superstar player like Giannis, so he knows there are certain nights where, you know what, like I'm not getting my 20. I don't need to get my 20. You know, I can get 15, make sure Tatum and Brown get their big nights and go from there. Or we've we've seen the off-Tatum game, the off-Brown game. Well, now you have Holiday, and the reason why I love this too is you push Porzingis down from the third-best player on the team to the fourth-best player on the team. And that's pretty wild. Like, Porzingis came into the league as this unicorn, and he was supposed to be the savior of the Knicks. That obviously didn't work out. And then everywhere else he went, he was going to be the second-best player. Like, oh, you put him with Doncic, and there you go. Or you put him with, like, Beal or whatever. And then two weeks ago or a week ago, you're like, I felt – I was trying to talk myself into him being the third guy on the Celtics. And obviously injury is going to be a whole issue with him and all that. But now he's your fourth best guy. And who knows, the way Derek White played last year, I mean, Porzingis is like your fifth guy. Like, this team, uh, at least, you know, six guys deep, and you don't really need that many more come playoff time, is nasty, and they, they should be the favorite. Doesn't mean the series with Milwaukee won't be a, you know, a hard-fought six, seven games and could go either way. But, uh, man, I'm so excited for the season. I was excited last week, but now with this Drew Holiday thing, like, I'm pumped. Do you think Drew Holiday ever thought for a second that he would get moved this offseason and or that when he gets moved, he would get moved someplace where he was basically just a bargaining chip and would find himself on the other side of one of the better rivalries in recent year in the Eastern Conference. I would if not the NBA on the whole, because what a wild couple of days for him. Yeah, no, for sure. I would guess that uh, Marcus Smart was blindsided, that Time Lord was blindsided 
And maybe Malcolm uh, Brogdon at first was was surprised, although he's moved teams in his career. But when he was first, like, a, what, traded to the Clippers, then they're like, oh, actually, that's not happening. Like, I bet he was surprised. And, yeah, I bet Drew Holiday has to be pretty surprised, too. Because, well, <clears throat> the Bucks did get bounced in the first round. But I didn't think Drew Holiday was a problem. And they could kind of bank on, well, Middleton wasn't really right all year. You get Middleton right. They swap up. They get a new coach in there. I thought that was going to be the big fix. And they were never linked to Damian Lillard at any point until they got him. So, yeah, I bet Holiday was pretty shocked. Yeah, I'm sure he was over the moon, like just like totally flabbergasted. And, you know, once you kind of do a little reverse detective work, you got to go back and you can trace all the dots and see like, oh, so Giannis kind of always has had a thing for Damian Lillard. And like he, he like he, like, do you see that video where like he drafted him first at the All-Star game when they were putting their teams together? Nice. Well, yeah. it's funny because there were years, I mean, that is such a tell. Like LeBron one year drafted like Anthony Davis before he got Anthony Davis. He went through like all the guys in the Warriors, I think. Like he was just – so that's funny that they that Giannis like yeah. – Lillard, although Giannis was quoted um, last week when it happened, and he had he really did have like – I don't have it in front of me, but he had like a perfect quote where he was like really complimentary of Drew Holiday, like loves Drew Holiday as like a friend and a brother and all this, but then was like also super pumped to be working with Damian Lillard. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it both can be. be true, yeah. Yeah, and as far as like Porzingis now being the fourth best player, if we're just talking about overall NBA jam, jams like ratings or whatever, or just like the the lump totality of what they put forth on the court, like yeah. I don't need him to do to do anything other than stay healthy for more than sixty five games. I know and score twenty to twenty four points a night. Like I'm not worried about him being like the the elite rim protector, et cetera. Just make sure old man Al is not completely gassed by the end of the season because he played it, way yeah. too many minutes last year. And if anything else, just, to, you know, like he's, he said the other day in his media avail, and I'm sure Terp heard it uh, when he was over there, that it killed him not to be able to play for – he's Latvian, correct? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. So he couldn't play for his the, the, the Latvian World national Cup. team yeah. at the World Basketball Championships. Okay, the World Cup of Basketball, so – that sucked, but it was the right decision overall because this is a huge season for him. Like they just gave him a ton of money. Yeah, he has a chance to get an NBA championship, which should matter just as much. And he's in the best situation he could possibly be in. He only has to be the third best scorer and fourth best overall player. Mm-hmm. That is a massive burden taken off of his shoulders. Uh, let's go to the phone six one seven 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 nine seven nine three seven. John is in Newport. He joins us next year on the Rich Keith Show. What's up, John? Hey, what's up, Scoops? What's going on? Just wanted. <laughs> I'm a Bills fan. I've been calling you for years. All right. And I just and I just thought I'd make a kind of a fun little thing. If you could give Mac in your two first rounds, in your next next two first rounds and next two third rounds, would you give them from Josh Allen? Yes. Oh, yesterday. Yeah, of course. John, of course. Listen, I I have no problem. Josh Allen's fantastic. I have no problem with with. I don't. I mean, good for the Bills fans. The Bills fans are having a little bit of a run right now. We'll see if anything ever uh, if anything comes to that with Josh Allen. But yeah, I would trade. What would be the going rate? I, first of all, I don't think they would want uh, Mac Jones. They wouldn't trade him at all. But for the hypothetical purposes, of course, of course, Josh Allen's one of those. I don't, one I don't of those think. Guys. I I just don't think Bill like Bills Mafia has completely adopted Josh. Oh, he's like the perfect guy. Like when he got there, he loved Buffalo. Not every player that's gone to Buffalo has loved Buffalo. 
was it like Willis McGahee and Marshawn Lynch? Remember when those guys were there talking about like the women in Buffalo and stuff? Yeah. They did not care <laughs> or, for Buffalo. EJ Manuel and JP Losman and yeah. Trent Edwards. Rob and, Johnson. Yeah. Mm, Some guys just don't fit. Yeah, nope. but you, you take a guy that was like lightly recruited coming out of high school, went to Wyoming, is used to the weather in Wyoming, and then he goes to Buffalo. Like you, They couldn't have gotten anybody better. I'm sure they've turned it around so quickly from that first game. And he look, he has a hard time against the Jets defense. A lot of quarterbacks have a hard time against the Jets defense. They just particularly are his schematic kryptonite, if you will. But he looks he looks the part. And if anything should have opened your eyes to the fact that the Bills can still bring it, it would have been their dismantling of the Dolphins last Sunday, but then again, the league is completely drunk this year. Who knows? It does suck, though, that they're going to get Von Miller back, but now they just lost Tredavious White for I the know. season again. White is out poor all the time. Guy. Poor guy. So we were talking Celtics, Fitzy. I don't know if you saw this news today. So NBC Sports Boston, I guess, has uh, uh, made this announcement. We knew for, I think it was a couple months ago, uh, Mike Gorman is in his last year. This is going to be Mike Gorman's last year calling Celtics games. Wait, did are you going to be the new voice of the Celtics? They have hired me to do the games. What? No, sadly, folks, that is not the case. Oh. They didn't even ask. What? What's the, how about After that? After your sterling work on the Red Sox I radio did the Red Sox? this summer? Yeah, who should I? Who, am I mad at uh, NBC or the Celtics for that? Who's who's in charge of that? They never reached out. I think it's the team. I think the team has a lot you know what? to say. Let me check my spam folder. Maybe they did, and I just didn't. But, no, th- so we knew going into this year that Mike Gorman was going to scale back. He was only going to do home games. So you, got, you still got Mike Gorman for this year home games. But that still leaves 41 road games as well as these preseason games. Okay. It's not going to be Joe Castiglione either. Uh, it's it, Uke. Drew Carter. That's a person? Apparently so. He Who's is good. Uh, I'll tell you who he isn't. Sean Grandy. Wouldn't Grandy do the games? Does he not want to do them? Grandy would be fantastic. I thought Grandy was like On a shoe in for that. On the TV? Yeah, he, he's done a bunch of TV games. I, I, maybe he just loves. Maybe he just loves not having to get his dressed up. Oh no, Grandy likes to get dressed up. He, he, Does he? He, oh, he'll throw a little shirt and tie on there. No problem. Hey, let me ask you this: in the in the grand scheme of you know Boston sports radio guys, like the yeah. radio play by play, like guys, your Rich Keefs. Yep, your Rich Keefs, obviously your yeah. Lou Merlonis. Yeah, you know uh, your Will Flemings, etc. Yeah. Where where does Grandy sit for you? The best. I think Grandy's awesome. I think he's the best. He's also insane. Not not to go crazy with with the Grandy. This is unnecessary. Gra- Grandy can talk himself up enough. I don't need to do it for him. But if you heard, heard him do hockey or baseball, like he's great at all of it. Like he, I was he, just gonna say, if you took so them on a Celtics broadcast. It would be hilarious because I think Bob could probably do a tremendous job. Just do like yeah. Well, so most quick, of these guys, they are like they they do the every sport and then they end up doing one, and that's what they kind of stick with. <laughs> but if you think if you think Scal loses his mind, how'd you like to hear Zoe? We got to call hard Switch him. Yeah, but this is a weird one to me. So we're gonna see. I've never met this guy, so I'm not gonna Drew pile on this Carter. guy. I mean, he never could heard of him. maybe he's the greatest play by play guy of all time. It is a very difficult spot taking over for Mike Gorman. Who is just the voice of the Celtics? Who's just like in great, like all these Celtics memories. I mean, he's been yeah. doing games my entire life, I believe. Gotta check out what his first year was. I think it's my yeah. I think it's probably my entire Pretty life. Close. Yeah, who is? So Drew Carter. Uh, somebody tweeted out a picture Carter. of him. He looks like he's fifteen. So I don't know if he's fifteen or not. I assume uh, he's, he's got to be nineteen. He's nineteen years old. 
Terp, was he over there today at the Arbeck Center? I didn't recognize him, but again, I've never seen him, so. Yeah. He would have been the kid that. I'm on his LinkedIn page right now. Who's oh, this, Drew Carter? We both worked at ESPN. Oh, so you guys have that I'm on in Drew Carter's LinkedIn page right now. Oh, you're on his LinkedIn. Yep. He's got a lot of connections. Well, oh, we have a, we have a number of mutual connections. He's so there LinkedIn. you go. Oh, He's going to get the notification. Like every Nick kid who loves Stevens sports, just viewed your profile. Yeah, <laughs> Drew Carter just celebrated a work anniversary. Just hired by at Boston well, look Celtics. At this guys, okay, here we go. I don't know All this right. guy, well, but I'm not. The, he was um. Okay. He was a play-by-play broadcaster for the Big Ten Network for a couple of years. Then he made his way to CBS 42 in Birmingham, Alabama. Made oh. A little ESPN action, and the next thing you know, wham! Celtics. Yeah, he's a youngin'. I mean, I guess maybe, they, like they, Gorman, they're yeah. hoping that the next guy does it for 50 years. Like, maybe that's the, the hope there. I thought Grandy's filled in for uh, Gorman a bunch on the TV side of things. I kind of thought, and here's this is how dumb I am. I thought, like, five years ago, it maybe and you and you saw Mike and Tommy and just the legendary duo that they were, and you knew that they, you know eventually those guys weren't going to be calling games anymore. I thought you might just take Grandy and Max from radio, slide them over to TV, get two new radio guys. Like those, they're a very familiar combination. They've done more games together than almost any radio duo probably ever. They were there for the 08 title. They were there long before the 08 title. I don't know. It's weird. You know, we like to take a look around the old yeah. uh, radio and TV stuff. It's going to be weird. So we'll see. Now, this guy could be great. I have no idea. But if he's not, we'll talk about that, too. <laughs> we will mention the fact that he isn't. So anyway. Uh, yeah, he, he will be held now because, like, as, as we full well know, as we full well know, Boston is quite hard on its broadcasters, be they on Sports Talk Radio. Yeah. Go ahead and ask your Mike Salks of the world, et cetera. Like, yep. when you're a fit. Like it was not easy for Bob Sosi to slide in after replacing a legend, Good an point. absolute icon. Yeah, like Gil Santos, and Bob's done a tremendous job on a, some other radio station I've never heard of. Yeah, no, he, uh, yeah, he this definitely is not has. Easy. Like you know, like yeah. Will Fleming. Think about think about Will Fleming's responsibility. Like Dave O'Brien leaves to go do the television yeah. after taking over for Silo, and everyone still misses Don. I think what's uh, helped with Will, like, though, Will Fleming's had is... To fill in with the but they also kind of played hot potato a little bit. Like, Joe's been doing games forever, and then Joe's had a bunch... Like, over the last handful of years, I feel like there's been a lot of different guys over there, like, working games and doing games. And so that's a little bit easier to replace than all of a sudden, like, stepping in for Mike Gorman. And this will be interesting this year because you're going to get half the games with him, half the games without him. So as, like, a fan, you're going to have to sort of try to get yep. used to it, I guess. I don't know. I, I find it odd. I thought I thought Grandy would be the obvious choice, and he'd be great at it. But uh, yeah, we shall see. But that wow. was the big scuttlebutt today. The yeah. NBC Boston well, even uh, tweeted good out luck, of, Drew Carter. Yeah, good luck to to Drew. He's uh, one separation away from Fitzy on LinkedIn, so that's probably pretty good news. A couple of mutual connects. Not bad. <laughs> Not too shabby. All right, Who looks real, younger in their profile photo. Six one seven. <laughs> Real quick, uh, Wick Grosbeck today at the uh, Drew Holiday press conference, he was talking about again the urgency to win a title, but he also talked about the uh, the window and maybe put a few more years on this window than than people might have guessed. Here was Wick from uh, earlier today. Wick, you, you probably touched on it, but how big of a season is it's been? Fifteen years since the last championship, and as much as you guys have built on that and you guys haven't won how big of a season is this is this the biggest season since you guys got the initial victory together i mean 
Well, it's, it's a big season. I, I mean, my initial thought right when you asked that was to say, I look at the next six years as a real opportunity for us. And that's not to take anything away from this year, but we're going to keep doing this until we uncover that banner, until we print something on that, or we're going to die trying. That was the first quote 20 years ago when we came in. We're going to win banner 17, or I'm going to die trying. And we're going for banner 18 now, and um, that we're going to keep going. And now it would be nice if it was this year, and we have the makings this year, but so do a bunch of other teams. So it's all about how connected can they be, how, how lucky can we be with injuries, how can the ball bounce just right. But uh, we're giving it everything we got. And I'm thrilled that Giroux is here as a Celtic. It's been a long-time goal, and it just feels absolutely great right now. There you go. Six-year window. So, I mean, that's Jalen Brown, I believe, on a contract for six years, right? Five-year extension with the one year this year. So you still got to – and I assume Tatum will, in another year, okay. sign his Supermax. What's that? Fitz is going in so and out. So there you go. It's one more – yeah, one more year of Tatum not signed up with the Supermax. Yeah, like he's looking at both of these contracts basically yeah. as a six-year – good for him. All right. So, you know, you may not have Drew Holiday that whole time. Who knows how long the zinger can hold up. However um, – as far as a guy like Derek White goes, you mentioned you met, you brought him up earlier, and one of the better effects, one of the better side effects to Drew Holiday coming to me, and I was trying to you know pump his tires and convince myself it would have been great to have him in the starting lineup, is that Derek White plays pretty much four positions on the basketball court. Hell, for all I know, they've used him at center at some point and just didn't tell us. He started for a guy who was a bench player, started 70 games last year. Yeah, he had 70 to. All the different injuries. Player. He played a ton. And he now, had to. Yeah. And he, I love the fact that he can still be in his spot and do his thing. It's, uh, I think it's great. I think it's absolutely great to have him be able to come off the bench, be your leading scorer, lead the defensive unit whenever they need him to, plug him in across the starting uh, line whenever they need to. Like another big win to pay him up. And sadly, having to lose, uh, you know, lose out on Lob Williams in the process. Yeah, I mean, you got to give up good stuff to get good stuff, and uh, I think they're a better team today than they were on, uh, you know, last week at this time for sure. All right, you guys could join us uh, talking Celtics Patriots as well. Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. We'll turn our attention to a little fantasy football in the spirit of Would You Rather. We'll do a bunch of head to heads, players in games this weekend. Who do you think is going to have the bigger fantasy? game so we'll do that coming up next year on the rich keep show from the rubenstein law studios 1-800-BOS-LEGAL this is weei new england sports original it's the rich keep show on weei want boston sports 24 7 it's easy download the odyssey app and listen on demand anytime He's gonna give you what, what you need to know. Talk about who you gotta start, who you gotta say, gotta let go. When you be like, whoop, whoop, you do it so good, gonna win your league. But you gotta listen to Rich Keith in the fantasy breeze. Rich Keith is playing like John Clayton up inside the huddle. And he's got a intimate knowledge of the fantasy game like he and Matthew Barry like to cuddle. If your team got a problem, yo, he'll solve it. Winston Wolf for this fantasy gauntlet. So pretty pleased with sugar on it. Check out the hook while Keith from the gonna give you the info you desire who to claim from the waiver wire so your lineup game is on fire put them on the board championship you're definitely gonna win your league but you gotta listen to it's keeping the fainted to see brief 
All right, we are one day away from week five in the NFL. Where does the time go? I feel like we were just getting ready to sit down for week one. Suddenly we are four games into the season. More importantly, four games into your fantasy season. And uh, a massive one. Unfortunately, it starts out with an absolute dud of a game tomorrow. But then again, football is football. And uh, the world will have an opportunity, if you subscribe to Amazon Prime, to take in the Chicago Bears and the Washington Commanders. Fitz, are you ready for that one? I, You know what, Rich? Because I work every Sunday between my in-stadium responsibilities and, of course, the postgame, Sundays, and I think a lot of people that work in sports media can relate, others who don't, maybe can't, but, like, Sundays are work days. So, to me, Monday night football when we hop off the air and Thursday yep. night football when I am coming off of coaching kids, you know, in the flag football league here, yeah, like, you're all I in. I look forward, no matter how yeah. trashy the game is, like, I make the most of it. Like, yeah. I light the fire pit outside. We get the beverages going. I make you know. tailgate foods. Look like that. That's that a nice a, time. It is. And the kids get into it. Like, yep. I try to make it as fun as possible, even when it is an absolute trash fire of a game like Bears at Commanders. That is as bad as you could probably muster based on the early season. Now, we can do a different. We, we're going to do a variety of things during the fantasy brief throughout the year. Tuesday night's going to be reserved for waiver wire pickups. But on Wednesday, we'll do a bunch of different things. And let's, in the spirit of would you rather, I'm just going to pit two players that are playing head-to-head, and Mm. you have to say for this week who is going to score more fantasy points. Oh, I'm way – I was actually doing a little research on FanDuel on this game earlier today. I am ready for this segment. All right, here we go. Let's start with the Thursday night game, which you'll be able to hear right here on WEI after 90 strong minutes with me and Hart. Quarterback position, Justin Fields or Sam Howell. I know you're a big Sam Howell guy. You know, the 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 proper answer should be Justin Fields because you're going to get all those rushing yards, and he came to life last week finally for the first time on the season. But I don't trust the Bears coaching staff as far as I could throw them. And what with my bad hamstrings, that is definitely <laughs> not a good idea. Nope. Plus, the way Sam Howell came alive and the Bears having the 31st-ranked passing defense, plus he can scoot as well. And I just like their weapons better as well. I love... McLaurin, Brown, Jahan Dotson, Curtis Samuel, they're all contributing. I'm in. Give me Sam Howell tomorrow night. Yeah, I mean, they're at home. They're six-point favorites. Uh, I'll go with Fields, but it's close, and it shouldn't be that close. I mean, going into this year, I was super high on Fields. I thought he was going to be awesome, and, man, did they need to just win that game last week, and they didn't. Mm-hmm. That was insane. He he started the game like 20 for 20 with four touchdowns or whatever, and then throws a bad pick. And this next thing you know, the wheels fall off and they lose to the Broncos. So I'll take Fields, but the fact that he's even in the same breath as Sam Howell right now is not a good sign. Uh, on Sunday, Kirk Cousins or Patrick Mahomes? Ooh, ooh, uh, Now, normally people would say, well, that's ridiculous. There's no chance in the world that would even possibly merit consideration. However, Kirk Cousins had a nice little game last Sunday. Uh, picked himself up off the ground against Carolina. Mahomes, a couple of picks. Is he suddenly distracted by the whole Swelsey trailer routine? That's it. I'll still take Mahomes. Do you think maybe a little... It's me. Hi. I'm the problem. It's me. You got the problem for Mahomes? Maybe he's distracted by the whole thing? Rich, I told you, we could do four hours on what a complete sham this entire thing is. It is. I, like, yeah, no, it's it is. It, I, it's, I mean, it's brilliant. It is absolutely brilliant. It's working. But, uh, I mean, I don't really know exactly what Taylor Swift needs out of it, but whatever. Like, it's it's 
it's something so far. But yeah, Mahomes hasn't been that impressive. He's averaging 250 yards a game. Mm-hmm. He's averaging two touchdowns a game and like a pick a game, a pick a pick a game. Like that is brutal. Like or for Mahomes, like for Mahomes, like yeah, yeah. eight eight touchdowns, four picks. Other quarterbacks would would sign up for, but. Uh, even his quarterback rating for the season is 92. Like, normally well, you're like, Mahomes. He doesn't Mahomes, have like, great. I mean, Rasheed no, Rice might be his greatest receiver. You got Kadarius Dropsies and whatever right. else. But I will say this. The one thing that we're sort of sleeping on, as great as Justin Jefferson is, and the guy is just all world and then some, the Kansas City defense is sneaky, not terrible. And they have a pretty good secondary. Yeah, no, they are. They're they're not bad. And they might need to be because maybe they're not going to score nearly as many points. All right. And last one, Fitzy. Uh, would you rather more fantasy points? For Chris Olave or any Patriot receiver, whoever the leading Patriot receiver is, does he outscore Chris Olave uh, or Olave on Sunday? Olave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean. I would agree. No matter if it was Gonzo, if it was a fully healthy Patriot secondary, Patriots defense, now that you lose your best pass rusher as well for the season. I mean, that's it. Yeah. I just. Yeah, it doesn't matter if it's Jameis Winston, if it's Taysom Hill, if it's Sean Salisbury, Salisbury Hill. I don't care who it is out mm-hmm. there. Uh, it's Olave. If he's not the top receiver on Sunday, something's wrong. I would tend to agree. All right, two hours down, two hours to go of the Rich Keefe Show. You can jump aboard 617-779-7937. We'll turn our attention back to the Patriots. Can Mac Jones turn things around? And J.C. Jackson is coming back. Uh, we'll get to all of that. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on WEEI. 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 New England Sports Original.